Welcome to the Share Chair podcast, Stories from School, where we tell each other stories and we learn from listening. Hi, my name is John Miller, and I'm the advisor to a relatively newly formed group on the campus of Pedro Menendez High School in St. Augustine, Florida. The club is called the Bridge Connection, which reflects the words in Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Waters. I asked three members to speak a bit about the club and their experience. Let me start out uh, with Irie. Introduce yourself, Irie, and tell us about how you got involved with the Bridge Connection. Hi, my name is Irie Flores. I'm in 10th grade, and I got started in the Bridge Connection when I heard about it from a friend. And it seemed really intriguing, and it seemed like something I would be interested in. So I came to a meeting one day, and Mr. Miller showed us this video, and it actually was really touching and made me feel something. So I thought that this club would be very important and that there was a possibility of it to be very impactful and that seemed nice. So, yeah. Thank you, Ari. Uh, let's go now to, how about we go to Gabrielle. Gabrielle, give us a little introduction of who you are and also why did you join this club? Hi, I'm Gabrielle Mitchell. I'm in 10th grade and I joined this club at the beginning uh, or the end of quarantine. I was joining it to meet some new friends and I learned about uh, the values of the club, it being mental health and suicide, teen suicide prevention and I thought it was something our school really needed. Thanks Gabrielle. Uh, let's go now to Maria Jose. Hi, my name is Maria Jose. I'm also a 10th grader. I actually joined because a friend recommended the club to me. And honestly, at the beginning, I found it an opportunity to be able to make new friends, like Avril actually mentioned. I came to actually meet his values, and I found them really interesting. I found them also touching to my personal life because I have also experienced some of those things. And I thought that if I joined and I continue on through it, I could be able to be involved and make a change with everybody in this club. Thanks, Maria Jose. Um, finally, uh, let's let's talk to Colin. Colin, tell him tell us who you are. What's up? Uh, I'm Colin, the co-advisor. Uh, how I got involved is I was actually I actually knew Mr. Miller back when he was the advisor of the Mali UN. And when I graduated, he happened to be moving on to being the advisor of the Student Council and then later the Bridge Connection. So he asked me to stay on as his co-advisor, and I agreed. Thank you, Colin. I'm glad you stayed on. Um, the logo of the club on our letterhead says, quote, raising social awareness and personal growth. What does that mean to each of you, raising social awareness and personal growth? Let's go that way again. Let's go in the same, same um, direction. To me, raising social awareness is kind of making society or people around you aware of things that could be happening to other people that you might not be experiencing, say like um, issues with mental health or racial discrimination, things like that. Um, in my opinion, I think schools should teach things like this, but in my experience with school, we don't really learn much about social issues other than things that are kind of like known historically, say like slavery or um, certain civil rights acts and things like that. But I think that it should be talked about more because certain groups of people don't really get the, say, representation or 
knownness about what they experience throughout day-to-day -day life, so I think they should. Thanks, Ari. Um, Gabrielle, what, uh, what do you think raising social awareness, Matt, and personal growth? Um, and also, uh, as, as Ari said, uh, she thought schools should teach it, but wasn't sure that they necessarily do. What's your thinking on that? I think that raising social awareness is a very um, important part of our like teenage years and things like that because a lot of kids uh, have this biased idea of certain things that they don't really know about and if it was taught in school it would be it would be less uncomfortable to talk about and it would be easier for people to learn and accept it and it's very important for people to learn these things because it's easier to relate and understand. Thanks, Gabrielle. Uh, Maria Jose, uh, what about you? Uh, what is raising social awareness to you, and what is personal growth? Um, I find raising social awareness and personal growth being actually really important in mostly how Gabrielle mentioned in our teenage years. Right now, we go through change. We go through learning things that we previously didn't know about, and mostly we receive that through our parental figures or our surroundings, and most of the time, that includes our schools. And most of the times, as well, schools don't really focus on social awareness or personal growth. They do ensure that we learn about math, science, English, all of those themes that are the basics they have been through there throughout history. However, they don't teach us how to be able to manage our emotions, how to be able to communicate, how to be able to create those skills in life that are important to you. So I do think that, I do find that very important for us to be able to let kids know what it is and teach them what it is. So yeah. Thanks, Mary Jose. Uh, you're speaking from a little different perspective now, Colin, uh, uh, as my uh, associate advisor. How do you see this? Well, social awareness and personal growth in high school, I mean, you know, all, all the teenagers there, they're already going through a lot of personal growth at high school. But, you know, there's not a lot of guidance. There's not a lot to, that they really already know about it because, you know, school doesn't teach that stuff. Schools are very surface-level education when it comes to you know, things that aren't the the core, you know, subjects. But, like, they show, like, what, a PowerPoint occasionally. The school doesn't do much for social awareness or personal growth. It's hardly a comprehensive effort. So I've hoped that, you know, this club could do more about that. You know, like, because the this, this school does have kids that have had, you know, that had depression or have, have experienced racial discrimination or discrimination for their sexuality, stuff like that. And the school doesn't really address things like that except what is essentially legally mandated of it. Thank you, um, Colin, and uh, of course having you as a student and now as a, an advisor, um, the views change a bit, I'm sure, I'm sure. When we first started this uh, club, um, the idea was to select a, a social concern uh, and uh, make a choice, but I wanted you guys to make that choice and you chose uh, teen mental health and suicide. My question is, why? Um, Gabrielle, let's start with you. Um, one of the reasons we chose this club was because we all are teens and we can relate to this situation. We know a lot of people who have been, well, who suffer from 
depression or anxiety or known someone who has either tried or to commit suicide and it's really interesting because a lot of adults don't really realize that teens go through these mental health issues all the time and they don't see that I guess we're trying to bring that to light thank you Gabrielle um let's well let me go to Colin from a different perspective so I was a big proponent of the bridge connection uh picking uh, teen mental health and suicide as their sort of you know issue I guess of concern this year uh because both because of um you know, personal experiences with uh, depression when I was in high school, and because I know how little the school really does to to deal with those issues. Most most uh, measures they take being uh, what's the word? I mean, after the fact. You know, reactive. I guess they don't want really want to help kids, or at least uh, the, the maybe the staff members do, but the school doesn't actually have many measures in place to help kids. They show the legally mandated PowerPoint, and after a kid, has, you know, may have attempted suicide, then they'll make you sign a form that, you know, it says like you can talk to these teachers, and they'll be nice or whatever. But that's that's essentially just saying disclaimer: we are not responsible if anything happens. You know, they don't actually do much for the kids. And I know from personal experience that, I mean, when I was in high school, practically all my friends had some mental health issues. You know, a lot of depressed kids, a lot of anxious kids, just kids dealing with a lot of stress. And I think they would all agree with me that the school in itself doesn't do much to help you with that. They had to, you know, go to, for other sources for that. But if you spend seven hours a day, five days a week at school, and school's a major cause of strain on a teenager's mental health. I think schools should do a little bit more to deal with that. Okay, th thank you, Don. Um, appreciate it. Let me go now to uh, Maria Jose. Um, I 100% agree with what Colin said and what Gabriel mentioned. I found, uh, I find teen mental health uh, actually very concerning. Um, as many of us might have mentioned, uh, we have, like all as teens, per went through that personal ideas of like being not mentally stable or have friends who were not mentally stable, friends who have problems within school, and it's important for us to be able to help them in a way, which is why when this club came to Concept, take that concept and take it as his main goal. I was very intrigued into it. I I thought it was a great idea, which is why we all came to. I was happy when we all came to the agreement that we were going to take up on that. Uh, stress is very much a main thing that might push you to come to that level. Um, many things I can push you to be there and. Nowadays, fortunately, we have some schools that might be able to help you, but our school hasn't been able to achieve that goal and hasn't been able to take that certain topic into his like development, which is why I think our club is very good to 
push it to be able to do that, be able to help those students that are going through a hard time, being able to tell other students to help and tell them how to help because having a friend who is going through that but being unable to not know what to do, it's a hard thing to, to be in that position as well. So that's, that's kind of like my idea and my point of view of what I think is that. Thank you, Maria. Um, let me go uh, finally, last, uh, but not least, of course, uh, to Irie. Um, teen mental health, you, you guys voted on it. What were you thinking when you said, yeah, let's do that one? Um, well, I very much agree with what Colin said about the legally mandated things or precautions we have to take towards mental health. Um, for example, literally last week on Thursday, we had this seminar sort of thing that at the end of the school day, we sat down and watched this video made by the state. And I mean, they talked about character, pillars of character and like mental health. It was supposed to be about mental health, but I mean, it wasn't, wasn't really addressed much in the way that it should have been. Um, but it was just very like surface level and not very sympathetic or detailed or I don't know. It just didn't seem like they didn't know what they were talking about so much as they should have, I guess, in order to do that sort of thing. But I think we chose teen mental health and suicide because it's something that we all can either relate to or we know someone who can relate to it. And it's just very, very prevalent in our generation and the people we're surrounded by these days. Um, I think I hear from friends and classmates about this subject I feel like it's not really that much talked about so much as it's just experienced because everyone has some sort of problem or issue that they have to face or go through, say either day to day or weekly, but I think that it should just be talked about more and made less taboo and I think that within school there should be more resources and things that people can do if they're struggling. Thanks, Ari. Um, one of the, another thought, and I, I used to be a teenager some hundred years ago or so. Things are different. Uh, a lot now you read about the amount of stress that high school kids your age uh, are under, and um, particularly with the pandemic. Um, you've already indicated that it's true, but specifically, what are some of the causes of that high stress that we read so much about? Okay, so for this one, I can tell you quite a lot. Um, I have taken upon the program, it's a collegiate program, and they're expecting us to be able to finish our high school requirements as well as being able to achieve our AA throughout those four to three years of high school years that we have. I actually find that a really, really good opportunity for me. I think it's great that I'll be able to have two years of college credits, but however, they are still they treat us as, as if we know what we like as if we know how to deal with that amount of work throughout that time in middle school we were expected to uh, be responsible but they were still looking us looking at us as kids now in high school out of like a year or a few months a freshman year you're already expected to be able to know what you're going to go through in college to be able to know how many homework like how to do every single homework they're assigning you to be able to manage high school activities to be able to manage sports 
already manage work, manage schoolwork, everything at the same time. They don't give you a class to be able to say, like to teach you time management, to teach you how to deal with all of that and the stress, which also affects your mental health. Which I also find that very intriguing and very interesting. How school sees us as adults from months, from like a few days apart, from a few months apart, and puts us in that certain position. So the stress is very like it's there, and the stress needs to be thought to have to deal with as well as other um, emotions. Excellent insight. Uh, nothing what I had to deal with. A hundred years ago, uh, Ari, can can you want to add on to that? Um, what are some of these causes of stress that people my age have no clue about? I think there are a lot of social aspects that can be stressful, and a lot of academic aspects that can be stressful. I think with social media and things like that, people can put be put under a lot of stress on their appearance and things like that and that can be distracting from the things that are really valuable like focusing on school and it can just cause a lot of um, self-doubt or self-unsureness or just not acceptance and I think whenever it comes to academically people try to balance schoolwork, clubs, a job, so, hanging out with their friends and family time, I feel like there's just not enough time in the day with the amount of work that some students have. Um, as, Maria Jose, as Maria Jose said, she's in the collegiate program, I'm in the IB program. They're both very, um, very high level programs and balancing that with, say, sports, I'm in cheer, clubs, this club, um, trying to get a job just to be able to have some extra spending money for day-to-day -day life, um, spending time with family and still being able to visit friends, there's honestly not enough time in the day. And it can get really stressful and can lead to, you know, say you're not doing so well in school because you're trying to balance all of this, that can make you feel really down on yourself and that can just make you feel not great. And I think it's not really talked about enough and not addressed enough. And I just think sometimes the expectations are a little too high. Thanks, Ari. Um, Colin, back to you uh, as, as one of the older people here. Uh, what, what do you, as you think back in your high school years, what, what do you think specifically um, was a cause of high stress among uh, high school kids? Well, I mean, yeah, like Ari says, there's just, I mean, not to, you know, belittle them, but, you know, high schoolers are only a couple of years off from, or they're a couple of years away from, like, you know, when they were kids and stuff. They don't necessarily know, they're, they're, it's a lot of expansion, you know, from, like, middle school and just doing classes to the classes ramping up, like, pretty fast and difficulty and, like, more specialized subjects to, to all the after-school programs like clubs you know, a lot of kids start working then. And, you know, like uh, Maria said, it's like a time management thing. They just sort of give it to you, you know? All these things just sort of start happening. You know, they have a lesson plan. But there's no, like, they don't take into account the, the other things, you know? It's like they just sort of say, here's the work, how, you know, you go about doing it, how you learn about it, whether you have time or not to do it, that's, that's, that's a you thing. It's not the school's problem. And, you know, in certain respects, there's only so much the school can do with messing with students' personal lives. 
but they don't really even try to provide a framework of support in any case. And, you know, also, like I already said, there's a social aspect as well. Kids are really starting to, you know, like, really care about social things. I mean, it's, you know, it starts in middle school, I guess. But in high school is where it can get very touchy in certain respects when kids are exploring certain aspects of their identity. And on top of, you know, like like they said, uh, part-time work, after-school programs, stuff like collegiate and IB. Uh, I was in the health academy, for instance. We literally went to the hospital for two periods. You know, and t- taking into account stuff like that, you know, a person has needs, you know, need time to sleep and eat. You know, we, we can't just work forever. But for kids, you know, they haven't learned how to adjust to that yet. And they're sort of forced to figure it out on their own. The school doesn't really do much to help in that regard. Okay. And uh, Gabrielle, um, let me ask you a little different question, if I may. Uh, similar, though. Um, you guys deal with adults all the time because they're teachers and they're administrators. Do you find that most adults say, you know, I understand where you're coming from, I, I, I can, can feel for you, or like, just kind of grow up? I mean, that's what all teenagers are like. Do you, do you find uh, uh, you find more sympathy among adults now, or, or just like, come on, I was a kid once too? Um. With teachers, and whenever you go up to them and you try to explain yourself and how you're doing mentally, I I say they accept you, but they don't really know how to help you cope with that situation. Um, I know many people who have tried talking to their teachers and they just like blown them off or things like that, and when they go home, they have to figure out how to cope with that. Um, and if it was self-harm or substance abuse, it's not very helpful. And um, teachers may see that and go, "That's you're growing up too fast, but you, they also don't treat you like adult in a way. But they'll see that and they'll go, why? I don't explain this. Uh, they'll see that and they'll go, when I was a kid, this isn't, this isn't how, I de- how I dealt with this. Why can't you be how I feel how I dealt with this. It was a lot easier for them and now we have all these different social aspects to coping with things. Thanks, uh, Gabrielle. Um, if you guys could suggest one way or one change in the school that you think would help teenagers in this area of mental health or this club, if you could suggest what this club could do to uh, address the issue of teen uh, mental health and suicide. What would they be? So, I think, you know, one way the school could change, at least, is, well, to do pretty much anything. I mean, not to sound too critical, but to be critical um, of the school system. I mean, it's only recently that the sort of shared, uh, I I don't really, like, sort of therapy person of the district Last year, or, well, when I was in school, uh, she didn't even really have a room to herself, you know, and she could only come, like, once or twice a week. And when I talked to her, the first, like, five minutes of our meeting is, yeah, we just have to find a room, an empty room around here somewhere. And that's pretty much the only measure that a school has besides the form I mentioned a couple questions ago. You know, there's no, like, safe spaces. There's no real talk besides the PowerPoint. 
there's just it's very bare bones so so you know why not a safe space or a dedicated room for the th- well she does now but maybe a, if possible if the budget allows it I don't really know if the school could have a specific person as opposed to the district sharing one person among all the schools you know if we could have a dedicated therapist on campus instead of like the guidance counselors who's main job is mostly just looking at grades and like looking at academic stuff you know dedicated psych- psychologist slash therapist type person on campus would be nice thanks Hal. um Maria Jose um what about it? what could this club do or what do you think schools ought to do uh to address teen age mental health and and unfortunately suicide um, I think as a club, in many ways, we could help. We could have a conference. We could teach kids how to deal with things. We could teach teach kids to not be afraid. We could even as well teach teachers how to address those kids on that subject. Because as teens, we go through that. But as there have there are adults, they go through that as well. And they never, like as kids, they never learned how to deal with it because the system never came to develop that certain area. So I feel like we could teach so many things to kids and staff members and teachers to to be able to guide them to the right way to those who are dealing with it, you know? And as a school, I, I do agree with Colin. I think that you always feel like I'm not feeling well, or like, you know, mentally I'm not okay, and they go just go talk to your counselor. I have met my counselor personally, and she is very busy. I know that so many times there's one person can do so many things and having a designated person to be able to talk to you towards that and for them to actually have a certain space for you to have a pass to be get out of to get out of that certain class whenever you have like an anxiety attack you know I, those little things matter and they might not like be huge you know but they, they still create a great impact on those students who are going through a hard time well put, uh, Maria Jose. Um, next, uh, Gabrielle, how about you? What, what can the club do, or what could schools do, or what should schools do? Something our club I would like for us to put together is some sort of, some sort of seminar about mental health um, and how to cope with it, because in school they want you to get through the day, and even if you're just having like a bad day or something's happened to you, you still have to get through it. You have these sources that are your guidance counselors, but they are very busy, as Maria has said. And something that our school should do is help us learn how to cope healthy with its breathing techniques or how to help someone else who's going through a certain situation, like an anxiety attack, um, or if they say that they're going, they feel like, they're going to commit suicide you uh, it happens a lot that people don't know about um especially within teens we're just teenagers we shouldn't be able we shouldn't be the ones trying to help our friends but if we're put in that situation we have to be able to that's something i think schools and our club can help with our um with teens nowadays thanks gabrielle uh let's let's end up with irie um repeat the question again uh, this is a club that is aimed at that. What, what's something you think we could do, or uh, what do you think schools ought to do? I think, say, if we got trained, say, how to um, deal with someone if they're having suicidal thoughts or they think that they might 
commit suicide, I think that if we were trained on how to talk to them and how to talk them down from it, I think that would be really helpful. And I think um, as a club, if we did workshops or seminars, like Gabby said, I think if we would just have more knowledge on how to combat people when they're dealing with that, it would be helpful. And I think one thing that school could do to help teens with mental health, mental health, like Colin said, having a therapist on campus or having someone specifically to talk to when you're dealing with something like that would be really helpful. And it would show students that the school cares. I think one of the main things is just that they should act like they actually care. Because nowadays, it doesn't really seem like that's the main focus at all, you know? You're kind of just there to learn and go through school and go through the daily motions. But when you're dealing with something that's, say, out of the ordinary from school, but it's not really that out of the ordinary because a lot of people are going through it, I think there should just be more awareness on campus that people are dealing with that and that the school should just act like they care more. Thank you, Ari. Uh, and first of all, let me just say, in closing here, a lot of my friends say, uh, gee, why, why would you want to uh, connect yourself with teenagers? And if uh, you met these guys, you'd know why. Thank you all, um, and uh, we'll get this back to you. And I appreciate all the insight, as I know everybody who listened to this will. Share Share Podcast dot com for more.